The moment you connect, you lose control. I can target anyone, anything, anywhere. They're moving the money. No fingerprints, no trace. No mercy. Cybercriminal blue reactor at Chaiwan. And that's just what we know about. To catch this guy, we're gonna need a black hat hacker named Hathaway. He's a genius coder serving 15 years. If you want my assistance, I want you to commute my sentence. Do you have any idea how much progress you're gonna make on a strike this complex without someone like me? Zero. This isn't a negotiation. Well, I just made one. This is the code section right here. It looks incomplete. He's still writing, but what for? The guy we're working will take out a city and not think twice about it. Don't evoke 9 11 on me. Stay down! China, now Chicago. This is only the beginning. Is he political? Any terrorist declaration? No claim, no statement. Who is he want? This isn't about money. This isn't about politics. To you, this is all just a game. A virtual world. You are never in the game. Whatever's next is right in there. Can you crack it? Isn't that why you brought me here? You get discovered, you're dead meat. Do you know what your guy did? He hacked into the NSA and defense. Bring him in. You have to run. I'm gonna stop him. A guy this dangerous, it's all about if I can get close enough, fast enough. You're no longer in control. The real hit is still to come. Welcome to Movie Humpers. I am Bob Sham. I am Angela. The weird sounds you hear are probably going to be dogs. Mm-hmm. And we bid farewell to Michael Mann month. Yes. Friday we're gay because movies are gay. Yes. And uh, yeah. And are you excited for me to be gay? Uh, yeah. Starting Friday? Sure. Cool. I mean, you have already told me that you're not going to like go be fucking or anything. So I'm cool with it. No. We're but, all a little bit gay. We talked about that. I didn't mention, you know, you don't have to keep up. You can listen to whatever episode you want. But if you are listening to every Michael Mann may episode uh you'll probably recall i mentioned public enemies yes i decided not to watch that because i didn't feel like doing the stars free trial no and forgetting to deactivate <laughs> uh any every app that is a movie app should give us a free password yeah if you want us to talk about your movie all of them give it to us all of them yeah but the movie michael mann's movie black hat which i believe is his last movie that came out. Mm-hmm. And it's more appropriate we do Black Hat because it's trying to tackle modern crime. And so we've hit the 80s and 90s, 2000s, and now we're in the 2010s. So mm-hmm. this one is more modern. Uh, Public Enemies is more of a throwback, traditional noir-looking movie. Yeah. But Black Hat's more modern. Yeah. And if you look at the reviews online, it's very middling. Yeah. And you get it. You understand why. But there are, like, cool things about it. Yeah, for There sure. are cool parts that the Michael... There's some Michael Manness to it. Yes. His stamp is there. 
But this is about hackers, cybersecurity. Someone has hacked the pumps at a Chinese nuclear power plant, and the, the shit went into meltdown, and the, uh, the Chinese government has sent their agents to the U.S. to try to figure out, because they have discovered, one of the agents, the Chinese government agents, has discovered that some of the code that was used to hack these was partially written by him and his old MIT roommate. Thor. Thor. Uh, <laughs> Hathaway, I think is his name. It's played by... Chris. Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. This stars Chris Hemsworth, Tong Wei, Viola Davis, Holt McElhaney, and Wang Liham. Off the top, what did you think of the hacking scenes? That's what we open with. Hacking. It should have started... I wish it said... Like in Johnny Mnemonic when it opens. The internet. And it says the internet. It's hard to show the internet. I really felt like Michael Mann was trying to do a modern version of the safe cracking in Thief. And it's just not the same. It's it's really harder to convey. When you're dealing with crime, it does help to be in a pre-smartphone world. Pre-smartphone world. And also, in general, hacking is not exciting so not to not from an outsider view i can see how it can be to watch thrilling when you're doing it sure but it's not it's not thrilling to watch someone typing on a computer so he does try to show visual images of that and also throw in a lot of actual physical action as well to kind of even it out i think fair amount have you ever seen any movie that's like this is what hacking is, where it represents this kind of thing, and you've walked away and be like, that's how it is. Mm-mm. When we're looking at computer monitors with code on them, it looks like gobbledygook to us, but I have no doubt that Michael Mann did the research like he sure. always does with these movies and talks to real criminals, and he probably talked to real hackers and mm-hmm. real former government agents about what they would do in certain scenarios. Yes. I have no idea that some research was done here. And I know my brain does not work the way their brains work, but the fact, I don't know, it just blows my mind that it's like, scan down millions of characters and be like, oh, that's a thing to look at. Like, it's just, you know, it yeah, seems yeah. so bizarre to me. It very, feels like a needle in a haystack kind at, of situation. At the very least, they're not being like, I'm hacking into the mainframe. You know, they didn't say anything like that. Right. I do. I did really think the way they got into it was interesting. The whole idea of like, I now work for the government, but I recognize that I wrote this code with my buddy who's in prison for hacking. So we got to get him out to help us. So I did kind of like that. We learned at the beginning that Hathaway had hacked. Yeah. He'd like gotten into like a cell phone and hacked to give everyone on his floor, like $900 in commissary. That's fucking good hacking. That's the kind of shit. Robin Hood hacking. Robin Hood hacking. But yeah, we find out that, you know, he got caught and that's why he's in there. And for a second, I didn't realize they were going to like, just let him out of prison. I thought he was going to be their man on the inside, like a Hannibal Lecter sort of thing. I thought we were going to maybe call back to some Manhunter kind of feels. No, wow. I knew they. I knew he was coming out because he's Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> right. He's not going to be like talking on cell phones <laughs> from a prison. Yeah, he's going to be running around. But my, my my initial problem is that, and look, no no disrespect to hackers. I love you guys. You hack bros. Don't hack me. I love you. I support you. Anonymous, shout out. I really wanted them to rap because we see them that he he's a hunky Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. 
and you get it. Like, if you're in prison, you ain't got shit to do but read and work out. Mm-hmm. And they show him literally doing both of those things. And I wanted them to to say, like, may, maybe reference that, like, oh, he used to weigh 325 pounds. And then he got in trouble for hacking and then worked out in prison. There is only one person who has that look, and it's our big bad at the end. But yeah. they posit that all of these extremely smart computer people, the main character and his sister... And Chris Hemsworth, they're all like super hot computer engineers. I actually people. buy it from uh, the from Chinese the, from the brother folk. sister. Sure, sure. The, the Chinese, <laughs> the Chinese just got a grind set on a different level. Yeah, yeah. So I that makes sense, and maybe that has to do with Asian stereotypes as to how I can so easily understand that racist. But I just anyway. com- I just said that Chinese people have the ultimate grind set, so that's a compliment. Okay, a bias. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I guess that's like saying, like, Jewish people are very funny. You know? But I know Jewish people who are not funny, so you know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to throw in a woker than you are at you. Woker than like, you are. I hate that phrase so much, I couldn't even bring myself well, to say it seriously. You know what? I know a Jewish person who's the least funny human I know, woker than you are. <laughs> I really wanted him to have a past that was that was weird. Like maybe mm. make him like a total weeb. Maybe when he's negotiating his release to hack back that mm-hmm. he's he demands that he has to bring his anime body pillow everywhere he goes. But they right? actually imply that he's always been hot because he talks about how after college he got into a fight in a bar because he was hitting on a girl and a man stepped to him and they had like a fist fight. And he this, got in prison for like a couple years. He This was during college. He didn't finish college. So he started oh, with he didn't his friend college. So then he at MIT. Yeah, so they said this up like, oh, yeah. he's also kind of a badass. Yeah, he was always a badass. And so he gets out of prison. He doesn't have an actual degree and he's been in jail for like two years. And so he becomes, what do they call it? Card reading? Or something. It's like he he starts like you know stealing money from people, basically yeah. stealing money from banks. Because and and he listen when he t- when he explains it, I get it. Sure, You're not stealing sure. money from actual people. You're stealing yeah. money from institutions that are fucking. There's it's secure. Banks or are in, insured. Banks are insured. They yeah. explain that in the heat. Yeah, they're insured for these. Kinds I do of like things. that Michael Mann throws that in every chance he gets. <laughs> I really appreciate it because I fucking get it. Michael like, Mann wants us to rob banks. Whether it be digitally or in person, I think he wants, I think he's telling us to do that. I get it, Michael Mann. I'm just saying, Michael Mann, I hear you. It's okay to steal from institutions. Yeah. They're insured. When you hear people be like, don't, don't shop me from Walmart. That's why everything's so expensive. That's why they can't pay you more money. Uh, If you honestly believe that, you are such a fucking mark. You will believe anything that anybody uh, with a thick billfold will tell you. Mm-hmm. But they're telling you that so you don't get to where they are. But you'll never be to where they are to steal. Steal, 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 steal. But my point is... But Chris, be careful. Chris, yeah, of course. Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> I feel like he should either be overweight or very skinny and pale. Like, that's the hacker stereotype, right? Full of energy drinks. Cheeto dust on his hands. Yeah. What's... I'm not saying that every hacker can't be a buff dude, Mm -hmm. but in this kind of life, you're usually picking one or the other. Buff fighting badass or intense hacker, bro. And I feel like when you're coming at it both ways, 
then it's a little bit, I mean, yeah, this is movies, right? And you got Chris Hemsworth. I won't say the casting there is very inspired. I get it. 2015, he's trying to be a bigger star. He was Thor. He wants to get out there. I felt like he honestly didn't bring that much emotionally to the character, Mm. especially in the way that we've seen other people, even Collateral, which isn't as good as Heat and the ones that came before, you still had a connection to these Mm -hmm. characters. You don't really... Or at least you understand their nature. Yeah. But uh, but I'm I'm just I just didn't buy Chris Hemsworth in this role. Yeah. And so when you're in this position where where you don't buy this character, it's like, okay, well the the way you would salvage this movie is if the rest of the movie goes balls to the wall, crazy, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you go insane, crazy action, right? That could salvage it. But this is a Michael Mann movie. So the balls, when they hit the wall, they might hit the wall, but they'll be attempting to be as realistic as possible. I don't know. I think it went a little crazy. The thing that sucks is that it's Hacker and Hunk combined. Well, and what they do, the way they try to, I think, make you believe it is that he makes this deal where basically if he catches this person, this person gets caught, he's free and clear out of jail. If he doesn't, he has to go back and finish nine more years of prison. And so there's a desperation in that that I think is like, yeah, I'm going to pick up a gun and try to shoot somebody because I don't want to go back to jail. And he's basically working right underneath Viola Davis and Holt McElhaney, Mm -hmm. um, who do fine. I know people love Viola Davis, and mm-hmm. I haven't seen all her movies, mm. but I, I feel like not even close. So maybe this has already happened, but I'm still waiting for the movie where she's in a third mode because I only see two modes. Mm. The straightforward, like this mode, this type is her mode. She's definitely got a little bit more heart in this movie, mm-hmm. or she's just like like insp- trying to be inspirational. Yeah. One of the actual genuine moments in this movie, though, was between those two characters for me, and it was when they're in the car alone going to try to find everybody at the end, Mm -hmm. and they have, like, a real personal moment. Because her husband died in 9-11. Yeah, and he says, I'm going to ask you a question, and you do not have to answer it. Who did you lose? Because she references that earlier, because her whole thing is, so the whole thing is, there's not that much plot, honestly. It's like... They need to try to catch this person. He gets out to try to help them. They're kind of thwarted at every angle. Whenever they think they're getting close, it ends up that they're not really close. There's a lot of patsies involved. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of international mercs hired to do their dirty work around the globe. They yeah. Go from, they go from L.A. to Hong Kong to Jakarta to Malaysia. They mm-hmm. go, you know, all around. The- and, and the whole thing of it is that they're trying to get this other piece of the code so they can find a clue to tell them who this guy is because they know the first code is theirs. Mm-hmm. And then where's the second piece? And so they do eventually get, this is a cool scene, when they go into the radioactive place and they actually, like, pull out the backup of the computer. Everything's covered in corrosion, which is, I did, did, did look cool. It looks really cool. And you can only be in there for so long or you'll literally die and no one can come save you because... Yeah. There's not enough time. And so it's truly get in there, get out, or you're dead. Yeah. But again, he has he feels he has nothing to lose. Now listen, nine years in prison versus dead? I don't know. But he pulls it off. And so they get a broken piece of the code. And then there's this moment where they try to get access to an NSA program to fill out the rest of the code. And they're denied. Yeah. Viola Davis is denied access. And so he basically says to her... I can get in it. I can hack into it. 
and she tells him to do it without saying do it and then walks away so that she doesn't see him do it but it's like this moral dilemma where you know her boss yells at her about it later and she's like i'm trying to prevent another catastrophe yeah this is a build-up and that was what i also thought was cool they're like it is sort of i mean he's sort of it's like hunting a serial killer. It's like this thing has happened and this thing has happened. What's the next thing that's going to happen? We have to get to him, figure out his next move before he gets to his next move, right? Mm-hmm. And she feels like she she feels like it's more important to put her entire job and everything on the line mm-hmm. to stop this person. But there's a shootout scene in Hong Kong yeah. where the police are on to and they're and they're made because they're monitoring, they see the reflection of the binoculars. So this dude is survived like all these country civil wars and has been all over the globe like mm-hmm. in fucking hit squads and shit like they know he's sending messages yeah so they're trying to like track him so they're baiting there's a big gunfight between the hong kong police and you know how a michael mann gunfight scene is it's pretty good but they had the hacker boy running with the gunman what you don't need the hacker boy in the firefight that no. seemed to not make any sense no he should have stayed back with the sister even if he, that was his job even if he is a good fighter what if he dies? You're hinging on finding this guy didn't make any sense. Uh-huh. Like, he doesn't need to be there. No. At all. And, of course, one of the Hong Kong cops gets killed, and he picks up the gun, and he can use it because um, he's anything you need in that moment. Yeah, that was another good Michael Mann moment, I felt like, because they they we did not know that man long. But it was really sad when he died. Yeah. Because they did establish, like, a rapport between him and, you know, the other folks once they went into, like, their safe house or whatever to try to crack this code. And, yeah, when he died, it was sad. And you, like, felt – I felt sad. Oh, and Hathaway hooks up with the sister of his old roommate. Um, Like, immediately. Pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. They start to hook up. So – and she's good at this shit, too. Mm -hmm. She also works for the same agencies that her brother does in the Chinese government. What's hotter? Thor and the sister in this movie – or Al Pacino and that bitch in Heat. Well, Al Pacino is such a better actor. Remember that opening scene where they're fucking in the can we blue have, light? Can we have Al Pacino and the girl from this movie? Ooh. Can we just switch, get rid of Hemsworth, get rid of the uh, Justine, and then just put Al, a younger Al Pacino in this, uh, the, the Chinese agent I'm lady down for that. Together, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so after they hack they have to it's pretty cool scene where they trick the nsa guy into basically like fishing his uh code password to yeah. get him to change the password they pretend that they're the government telling him to change his password for security reasons and so he does and then they take the password and they use the black widow program to be able to a repair broken data that they pulled from the plant it was actually a, a pretty cool scene that was so cool and yet, that is cybersecurity 101. Yeah. If your boss sends you an email telling you to click on a link and you're not expecting that email, you need to call your boss and ask if it's legit before you fucking click it. Yeah. You don't do that. We, I mean, every company I've ever worked for, not that many, but there's always an email from sub, from the CEO Asking for something to be done with some money that is not real because someone, people always try that shit. This is probably how those credit check companies got hacked all those years ago. Oh, probably. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? But truly, it's like, it's, it's, 
he's an SA. He's fucking dumb in that moment. So, but it's it's great. The government immediately realizes what happens, and they send word. The Chinese government is is wanting to um, play nice with the U.S. government, and they feel like now that they know this has been narrowed down to Jakarta, mm-hmm. that they don't need the Hemsworth guy. So, in good faith, the Chinese government wants to send Hemsworth back. The U.S. government wants to put him back in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, Viola Davis and Holt McElhaney. Uh, Holt McElhaney's more of the the go by the book guy, but he kind of understands her position because she's like, I'm trying to prevent like something happening. Even though the plot of the movie, I mean, the villain could eventually get to something in America, but we learn from the plot of the movie that it's really about the branding of the pump. He hacked the same brand because they discover that the pumps used in the nuclear power plant are also used to pump out mines and these tin mines in Mm -hmm. malaysia yeah and so he's manipulating the stock market so he's going to hack the pumps in malaysia to flood out all these mines and flood all this town to make it hard to access tin yeah which would shoot the price of tin way up out of scarcity so when they figure that out they figure out that he's basically done like two trust uh trial runs so the first one was the nuclear reactor, yeah. because it's like you said, the same brand. So he knows if he can blow that one up, he can blow these ones up. The cool, he like affects the coolant yeah, part. Yeah. And the other thing is, is he skyrockets the price of soy, and that's how they find these like patsies is because they look to see who sold their soy right before. Yeah, you know, like who got out right before before it like went crazy. So that their shit would be worth a lot. And so that's how they, they track the money. So it is a lot of like so, yeah, tracking the money. It's not a Mission Impossible, fuck the world to fuck the world kind of yeah. villain. It's, uh, it, there is like a, a fiscal motivation to Absolutely. It, which is good because that's what it should be. And it's interesting. It was interesting how they came to it. But now they're at this impasse and Viola Davis is like, essentially letting him be separated so they go and they're being hunted down by these men and because the brother's like i'm not turning you in you need to run so the brother and him are planning to go to jakarta or malaysia first and they meet up with the sister and they're trying to get the sister to just fuck off the hemsworth's lover he white fangs her well he tries to well he tries to (laughs) he, he, he gets her to step out of the car while her brother's in the car and they're um and he's like trying to talk to her and as they and he's trying to convince her you just need to go. The the fucking car explodes. Yeah. I knew in that moment. Because it was too sweet, I thought, too perfect. I thought explosion right before it happened. Yeah. And it was a pretty cool looking scene. It was. But there was, you also hate, there was some shaky cam stuff that you hated as well. There were, okay, in the, the worst, the worst shaky cam was in that shootout, first shootout scene. Because they're kind of like running through alleyways and stuff, chasing each other with the cops and everybody. And yeah, it's total shaky cam bullshit. Yeah, shaky cam makes me feel nauseous. Now, I feel like Chris Hemsworth was not a great casting in this movie. No. I felt like he was kind of doing like a, trying to do like a Brad Pitt impression. Yeah. Don't you think? Like mm-hmm. the way he was talking in, a, totally. in the, in the uh, American accent. Or- I did not dislike him as much in this as you did. I didn't think he was super fantastic, but I thought he did an okay job, but it's not the level that you expect in a Michael Mann movie. I don't, I would be very curious to see if he talked to anyone else. You, yeah, you don't connect with him the way you maybe connect no. with, uh, uh, De Niro or, yeah. uh, 
I mean, maybe he's closer to William Peterson in Manhunter in terms of a guy who's just a little overtly capable. Mm. But at least in William Peterson and Manhunter was just very focused on just being that. And you understood who he was. And I think that's part of what you don't get. And Hathaway is like everything he needs to be. He can be like a detective. In whatever moment. He's the ultimate hacker. He's a badass fighter. So you don't have like that core of like, who is this guy? So until, so if you got all that in one guy, unless you're watching fucking true lies or some shit where shit's like, off the fucking wall. Well, you're meant to know everything if you're a spy or something. But you I know? mean, like, but I'm just saying that movie's yeah. just crazy balls yeah. to the wall action. Yeah. The Michael Mannness of it is tries to be a little more grounded. So a guy who's everything that you need kind of sticks out oddly in a Michael Mann movie. It does. So we got um, beautiful cityscape shots. You know, yeah. Michael Mann always makes me want to visit every city he shoots. Yeah. Hong Kong, like let's go to Hong Kong, right? We get a plenty of blue. Yes, we all got the blue. Actually, a particularly lot of beautiful shots after the brother has died. Mm-hmm. So the brother dies in the car explosion. Right after that, the bad guys show up. They're shooting. Because, Before we get there, yeah, I want to compliment an acting scene when he's holding the sister mm-hmm. in the plane as they're going to as they're leaving the country. And the cameras oh, just we haven't even gotten there yet. Zoom in there, yeah, up to her face, and she looks completely wrecked. Mm-hmm. And it was just a very viscerally emotional. It was. She was like you watching a movie. She looked like you watching a movie, an average movie that you don't think is very good. That's your face when you're watching that face that she made. That's you watching Mank. No, I didn't care about Mank that much. She really was sad. So because it was great. not only her brother died, but then immediately the bad guys come and start shooting. At the same moment, Vi- Viola Davis and Dude show up, and there's a shootout, and they are both killed right, in front of get, them as well. Right. So the whole time, they're hiding, and I almost just called him Brad Pitt. Hathaway has her, and is like trying to hold her because she keeps trying to run out because, you know, she's obviously in shock. She's distraught. She wants to run to her brother brother is not there's like probably no parts of her brother left right and so he's trying to like hold her and then these other folks get killed in front of them as well and then they run away they get away by getting in a subway back to the subway and so like in collateral like in collateral they get they get away and then they go to malaysia that's when they figure out the 10 figure out what what they're alone now they have no one to help them and honestly the only thing at this point that is driving them is the fact that people still want to kill them and revenge he wants to take down the man who started this whole fucking mess so they go to jakarta and they they track him down they do a bunch of clever shit uh to figure out where he is and And they, they have a lot of costume changes and it does not seem plausible when are they shopping there are they're surrounded by stores everywhere they go. You're, like you're really time. you're really they've they've got to stop and take a shit or something. Sure, you're really hung up on their clothes changing. I was because it just felt like they always had. Fresh they've got to have downtime. Listen, you can go change in an airplane bathroom with the shirt you bought in a gift shop. Totally fair, but <laughs> it seemed a little odd when your life or death running. And then I get that she needed a fancy dress to go to the bank, but like, regardless, other than that, it's like, why are we doing so many costume changes? Anyway, so they're not costumes; they are <laughs> no, clothes. I catch that. No, They're I mean, clothing. actors wear costumes. 
But these it's are a just... costume change in a movie. That's like a technical term. But the the characters are, wear, are just wearing clothes. They're not yeah. wearing. Yeah, but the actors are doing costume changes. It still I works. understand what the technical term in filmmaking is, yeah. but the characters are wearing clothing. Yeah, okay. The characters in the movie aren't like, I'm, I put on my costume, I'm ready um, to go out. Duh. Okay. But you're explaining to me the difference. That, yeah, but you don't need to correct me because it doesn't matter. Like, it's just the same. But clothes I know it doesn't matter, but we're talking about it. Okay, well, anyway. Because you're hung up on it. The fact that they change clothes is just too much for you. It seemed a little silly. Anyway, so the way that they decide they're going to figure out who they are is they're going to steal all their money. So they know what bank it's at. Yeah, they figure that out. And they take the money, and then they he contacts the person, and they call them back. And he essentially does the Bugs Bunny, like, no, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. And get some to meet in person and the dude is like some kind of portly australian he looks like some australian beach bum retired but he's a hacker guy and that's great at first i was joking like maybe like what if this is so like their ra from mit who was (laughs) angry that halfway got all the the hot asian pussy and he got no hot asian pussy and he's mad but this is actually a better version so they're they arranged to meet up and they go into this festival in indonesia i'm not sure what they were doing i should have looked that up yeah but he's prepping by wrapping magazines around him he's prepping for hand-to-hand knife combat yeah he's like sharpened a screwdriver into a weapon he's got like a knife in his pants so there's an exchange where they're able to sneak up on the gunman dude who survived multiple country fallen countries and yet gets killed by a hacker in the middle of indonesia what a shit way to go out he got right up on the back of him and he flipped around and actually did get a stab in yeah before he was killed but he said to him he was like this is the closest anyone's ever gotten yeah he basically was impressed but it was like i'm impressed and now you die like but he didn't he got him and then like chris hemsworth takes the hacker dude and he starts it's actually pretty hyper, pretty kind of cool how it looked. Where he's just taking a blade and he's like, yeah. And it actually looks kind of badass. Yeah. Hemsworth is fucked up and she treats them and then they kind of heal up. And then we see them uh, leaving the airport, mm-hmm. running away. And you can see that the Indonesian government is watching them, but the movie ends on them like walking out. Well, here's the thing. I think it's questionable. I think it's like Thief. I think this is a is a Michael Mann ending of like you don't really know mm-hmm. because they are leaving. They do seem like they could be conspicuous. He actually they have on nicer clothes again, but you can kind of see a little bit of blood coming through his shirt because he didn't get proper stitches and stuff. And it shows them on the security, but that doesn't mean anyone was looking for them. Mm-hmm. But it means they could be, you know. Oh, and they also show that they obviously kept all that money, and that's what now they're living off of. So, yeah, there's some cool Michael Mann stuff that you're guaranteed to get in a Michael Mann movie. But there's also just some shit that didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, The lead casting was not all that. There were multiple moments where I actually said to you, what is happening right now? I I just didn't understand why they were where they were in a lot of moments. And the the lead characterization was just kind of a little too convenient for a michael mann movie he wasn't a focus driven into one thing kind of guy michael a a character that is everything he needs to be in a moment 
stands out like a sore thumb in a Michael mm-hmm. Mann movie. The the friend, the brother, yeah, he was better in that he was more focused. But honestly, like I didn't really feel like I got to know him that well. Yeah, they had a few moments, but also like maybe he just didn't have anything to play off of. Yeah, and I felt like the uh, the le- the lead female, uh, she did kind of earn her spot. Yes, by the end of the movie. But all in all, like it was a fairly clever, but but you know, like I said, you can be the badass fighter dude. Or you can be the ultimate hacker. Yeah. I don't think you can be both. No. Yeah. A little sub. Yeah. I mean, but look, the man, he made heat. He, I know. He made thief. You can't take shit away from this dude. And I really hope that we are one day sitting here talking about heat too. Yeah. Well, let's hope. Let's uh, hope. It's, you know, let's hope. We're hoping. We're going to hump this movie. You're going to hump it one through five. I'm going to hump it one through five combined for best out of ten. Mm-hmm. Well, we will rank it forever. Go ahead. Black Hat, which should have been called, what was it, Ghost Man? Yeah, it should was have been. Was his, <laughs> his uh, handle? Ghost Man. I am going to give this movie a 2.75. That's exactly what I'm going to give. Really? Okay. I was, like, debating. I think it's a 2.75. So that takes it to a 5.5. Yeah. Little tiny bit above average. Just for the Michael Mann shot. It, 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 you know, the balance of like cool Mike, but the Michael Mann cool stuff is what you expect at this point. Absolutely. It's got to be there. So when the other things that don't make sense, we're grading Michael on a higher level. Yeah, because he's proven that he is on another level. Collateral was flawed, but it was still something you could connect to the Max character. You understood the iciness of the Tom Cruise character. Yeah. There's not much here to grab onto compared yeah. to that even in heat where like you're you're not you're not like some ultimate lapd crime hunter you're not robert de niro but you understand their drive and their nature yeah you know and how important it is to them one of the things i've thought about a lot since collateral is how that's not a normal role for tom why can i not think of his Cruise? last name Cruise. thank you for tom Cruise. <laughs> that you know him being the the cold calculating guy i mean from what we know about him as a person that might be more realistic in life than in what we've seen of him in movies and you would have hoped that he would have been able to pull out the same level of performance from chris hemsworth maybe hemsworth just don't got it i i mean i i got the vibe that everyone's taking this shit seriously yeah but no, I felt like you're right. I don't. I just don't think Hemsworth had the juice. But also, this was written to be a character who could do all those things. I don't even know what a recast would look like in this to be more believable. Uh, you know. You know that's a good question, honestly. Um, but this is a C tier movie. Yeah. Where do we fall? Oh, uh, we are between. It is a below Mank, your your most hated <laughs> film of all time, and above Air. So it's between Mank okay. and Air. Okay. I actually think that, to me, that makes that sense. That does make sense. Look, Amanda Seyfried in Mank does make that movie better than this. I think a lesser director maybe could have gotten a B out of this. But like I said, we're the man, the Michael Mann, we rate him at a high level. So, yeah. And this is his most middling movie that we've seen. Yeah. Of course, we didn't watch Last of the Mohicans. We didn't watch Ali. Uh public enemies there's we haven't always seen next that year next may well yeah <laughs> i think there's only like three movies we have left uh but we could watch his made for tv movies there's a couple of those but oh. other than that like 
he takes years between movies. Yeah. So we actually have discussed most of them, I believe. So yeah. as far as theatrical releases, but, but it was a good Michael Mann May. We got, we caught some good action and I think he helped us establish uh, what makes for good action in yeah. a movie. So I'm going to miss seeing all that blue. So uh, check the show notes to see uh, more of where to find us. Death to all traitors. Death to all traitors. Death to all traitors.